Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of God Built This Podcast. I'm your host Maxine and we are on episode 29. Okay. (laughs) I just want to address the bearded black men out there. The bearded black men out there who range from the age of 26 to 33. Okay, y'all niggas. Okay, y'all Santa Claus ass niggas, please don't think because you have a beard that that compensates for your lack of personality, your lack of humor, your lack of connection with human race. Like y'all niggas don't have a personality. It's ridiculous. And the funny thing about it is you think that's okay. You think it's okay to walk around uh, any area, freaking the cafe, the Starbucks, a day party, and not carry a personality. And I am not sure why that became a trend. (laughs) Like, I, don't get me wrong, I stand a fine black man who has a beard, But when it becomes to a point where I'm confusing you with Santa Claus and I don't know if you're about to say ho, 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 I'm concerned, you know? And when I'm trying to converse or when you're trying to converse with me and there is just lack of substance, all you do is lick your lips, rub your beard and give me like this squinty eye look. Nigga, what are you looking at? Why can't you open your eyes to look better? Because I don't understand why you're always squinting. Open your eyes. Okay? And the the amount of sheen that is in your beard makes me not want to come closer. Because I don't want my lips to touch your lips. And then next thing you know, I have a breakout on my chin because you have extra Afro beard sheen on your beard why is that like (laughs) y'all are too fine to not have substance and maybe you are too fine to have substance maybe but it's such a catfish moment y'all ladies please beware please be cautious please go into a situation with a bearded man knowing that he may not have a personality okay he may not know what a joke is he may not know how to be cool. Not he, No, he knows how to be cool, actually. But he doesn't know how to be chill, how to be relaxed. Always on edge, always looking around, always, like, modeling. Nigga, what? <laughs> We're at Starbucks. What? <laughs> Why are you standing like that? Why are you posing? We're not. There's no photographer near us. Please stop. Please stop. Okay, I'm just sick of y'all. Damn, (laughs) I was at this party. Okay, not too long ago where there's this guy I noticed who came into the party and he's very attractive. I recognize his face because I came across his Instagram And he's like, I guess, popular on Instagram. He has a lot of followers. And all of his pictures are like just 
like immaculate like whoa nigga doesn't have a candid at all there's no bad picture there's no pimple that's, that's great but it lacks personality and every caption is like you know where i go is where i be and that's it. And then you'll have that that picture emoji. And then you'll have the name of the photographer or the name of someone who took that photo. And I'm just like, okay, but hey, uh, can you share, you know, uh, I don't know, nigga, your favorite TV show? Like, can you share a joke? Can you do something worthwhile? Every caption, my dude, is of a, a Rick Ross quote. Okay, a freaking G unit stance. I don't know. It's something off. Yet every photo is pretty is pretty good. So I finally see this person in this person in person. And he is literally an Instagram photo. <laughs> like <laughs> he's an Instagram photo in live form. He's walking in as if he's taking a photo for Instagram and there's the captions already beneath him like he's below his beard is a caption okay and i'm just trying to figure out who are you like wh who are your parents like what do you like to do for fun like what is your life about you know when you come home from a long days of work what do you like to do just stand by a corner and pose what what is it please tell me what it is and so I saw him, I'm, I saw the back of him, and I'm like, yo, is that the guy that I saw on Instagram? So I'm like internalizing this while I'm with my friend trying to process it all. Like, you know, my whole mind is a whole freaking computer just like, that's that nigga. So I came to the conclusion that it is him. He happens to turn around. I'm like, boom, that's that nigga. Okay, that's him. Very handsome, very attractive. It, me commenting on who he is and how he comes across doesn't take it doesn't take away his his physical appearance he still is very handsome but that is just not enough for me okay i need someone who i could do this voice with and you'll be okay with it like i need someone who could take this voice and be okay with it okay i need someone who could take the transition of my vocal cords and be okay with it but because his instagram captions are only about what rick ross says in his songs okay there there is that disconnect okay so he comes near us so i'm with my friend he comes near us and he starts talking like no 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 he starts a conversation by it was just so silly. <laughs> First, another thing. Another thing for you niggas. Please find a better way to talk to us first. Because <laughs> the way y'all be coming up with ideas, I'm just sitting there like, nigga, just say hello. That's it. That's all you could have done. So how he started talking to us was, I noticed, because I could see around without having to look or turn my, turn my neck, okay? I could see what's happening. His boy... Um, who was standing by him, he was trying to get the attention of a young woman who was passed. I don't know if she was young. I'm just saying young woman. But, you know, some, some woman who was passing by him. And his way of trying to get this lady's attention was by 
uh, he he wasn't aggressive, but he kind of tugged on her, like her lower end of her elbow, like trying to motion, hey, hey, <laughs> you know, hey. And so she didn't respond and she kept on walking. And he, that was it. He didn't like tug on her some more like, hey, bitch, <laughs> hello. He didn't do that. But he he did tug on her elbow and yet she still proceeded to move forward. <laughs> without him okay she still continued on and so i i didn't want to turn around and look at him like <laughs> you know i didn't want to do that but i felt the embarrassment secondhand i felt that shit i was like damn my dude it's okay like i, I was saying all that inside and so my friend and i so we're just mind our own business we're not engaging we're not talking we're not talking to them or anything we're just like in our own little world and so the the bearded guy decides to turn to us and say excuse me ladies you know I don't mean to disturb whatever you guys are doing whatever you guys are into right now I just want to say you know can I just ask you guys a question and that right let's stop right there let's stop right there huh Okay, huh? I, I don't mean to disturb it. Like, all this extra, extra journey that you're taking me around the bush to fucking say hello. Just say hello, okay? He's like, excuse me, ladies, I don't, I don't mean to disturb whatever y'all, whatever you guys got, you know, going on right now. I just want to ask y'all a question. Like, that's too long. Just be like, hey, ladies, how y'all doing? That's it. Hey, how are you doing is enough. That's enough, Okay. And so he says that whole soliloquy and then asks us our opinion on how, you know, if, if it's okay for a, a young man, a man, a nigga, okay, <laughs> to grab onto a woman to get her attention. And I knew exactly what he was referring to, obviously, but I didn't want to make it clear that <laughs> nigga, I saw that, you know, but I knew what he was referring to. So I'm like, oh, um... Do you, you know, I'm trying to act like I didn't really see what happened, so I won't let him feel the embarrassment that I felt for him. Um, so I'm like, oh, is it someone who knows, like, do they know each other, you know, and that's why you're grabbing my arm? He's like, no, they're complete strangers. So then we go into a whole, not even a whole conversation, but like just a light conversation about, um, yeah, no, that's not really the best way to approach a woman. And so... He, the bearded guy, decides to kind of tell his boy, see, I told you, man, that's not how you talk to a woman. Like, okay. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like that was all a show for him to show himself out to be a man who knows how to approach a woman. Like, he's kind of putting his boy down in that moment and showing himself to be this exemplary man who knows how to talk to women who knows how to approach women i'm just like first of all you have no personality okay that's numero uno so that's eh, for me and two you don't need to do that like why you gotta throw your boy under the bus like that you couldn't just make him feel embarrassed and secret you had to kind of make it clear that that's what just happened to your man that's, you know, I just didn't like that. That's what I kind of was like, okay. But I say that because that was his way to engage a conversation with us rather than just saying, hey, how y'all doing? 
you know like it could have just been that and because of that lack of genuine what is it genuity <laughs> what the look because of that lack of okay he was just not coming from a place of sincerity he just was like this this too cool too cool for school guy i got this beard ooh i got this beard that i took forever to grow ooh i'm just i'm this too cool of a caveman relax you're really not that shave that shit off let's see how you look please okay because i saw a picture of james harden before his beard and i was like james who <laughs> okay he would not have a basketball career if he did not have that beard okay so i just don't feel like this man was just i don't know it's like sometimes with bearded men y'all just think y'all are so fine and you may be <laughs> you may be just that but here's what i just said you may be just that period that alone we're done and no conversation there's nothing more that you are giving me and that's not substantial okay now i don't know the type of woman he's dealt with I'm saying all this just from that little conversation, <laughs> but that was enough for me to kind of discern what I needed to see, okay? I overheard him, so he was like kind of feeling my girl, so I'm like, okay, cool, whatever, but here's the problem with that. I'm never a hater. <laughs> I'm never a hater. I root for my girlfriends who, you know, get bagged or get, get men, you know, interested in them. I have the same situation. Like, I have men who come up to me and we engage in conversation and my friend will uh, just sit and wait or look around or be on her phone or whatever. That's totally fine. But I think there's a level of decorum that should be established regardless of who you're speaking to within that group. You know, like, I get it. You may be more interested or attracted to one, like, someone else in the group of people I'm with, right? In the group of friends that I'm with, right? That's totally fine. Just like I'm attracted to one particular man in the group of men, in the group of friends that you came that uh that you came with. Um but I just feel like there should be just respect shown regardless. Like you should at least have the courtesy to say, "Hi, my name is so and so." your name, you know, and then say, introduce yourself to everyone in that group and then specifically speak to or flirt with that woman who you're attracted to or that man who you're attracted to. And with him in particular, in this case, he was just like, I felt like I was a brick wall. <laughs> I swear to God, I was a brick wall. Like I was looking around like, oh, does this nigga not see me? Like, he couldn't have just said hello to. Like, he was just, it was just like, let me speak to this other woman who's next to me. And I, just, I don't know, I just think that's rude. Like, I think that also shows just a lack of maturity, you know? Anybody asking you to give me a whole, you know, conversation right now, but the least you could do is key key a little and then spend your time flirting with this other woman you know 
and that's totally fine. But I sense that from the get-go. Like, okay, he's he's into this, you know, he's into this, and that's fine. But don't don't disregard me like I'm not a human being. And sometimes that is the case with some men. I will see people do that, and I'm just sitting around like is it so difficult to say hello to other people whether you're attracted to them or not whether you're interested in one particular person or not you should still have the common decency to engage in light discourse is it discourse but you know light conversation with someone in the midst of your gaze to talk to this particular person you know that's just how i feel but whatever but i'm totally not i hope that doesn't sound like i'm a hater because i'm not i totally am not i just recognize that some men are just rude they're just rude and it's like you don't even have a personality like okay okay go ahead be rude okay so <clears throat> his boy too who was i mean he was okay but he wasn't like Look, that, that's besides the point. He, so it's, it's, <laughs> let me explain the dynamic. It's me and my friend. So it's us two and it's him and his friend. So it's them two. And so the bearded guy was interested in my friend, which was fine. Um, and the other person was like just standing there and it was like, <laughs> it was like there was just a lack of desire to introduce themselves to both parties. Like, as soon as the bearded guy developed or like established he was interested in my friend, his friend was just like staring at the at my friend. Like, okay, nigga, hello. I'm not interested in you either, but the least you could do is say hello. You know, I hope I'm making sense because. I just don't get why that is so difficult to have common courtesy nowadays. A lot of people lack that. Regardless, that doesn't matter. My point is, have some personality. I was overhearing the conversation um, that the bearded guy was having with my friend. And he was saying, like, just like, like I don't know what he was saying because he had no substance. That's just number one, okay? They were talking about, uh, like, different, like, types of dark drinks, dark liquor, right? And so he was trying to seem like he knows more like he knew more about a particular type of whiskey or bourbon, whatever the case is. And yet he didn't know shit. <laughs> like he didn't know not not one info, okay? Nigga knew not one info. Okay? That should be the title of this. <laughs> but he he knew nothing. He knew nothing. Yet my friend who was well well coursed in in uh dark liquor and just like the history of it, I guess. And so she was spitting out more knowledge than than he was and he's just standing there like oh yeah yeah yo yeah yeah okay that's what's up uh-huh uh-huh and then she's asking him questions like oh which type of whiskey you like or whatever it is and he just didn't know what to say he was just standing there all verklempt and he's like actually yeah this is one i can't remember the name it's the like nigga you never knew the name how about that you don't know what the hell she's talking about how about that <laughs> Okay. <sighs> Anyways, there's and so that was one situation with this particular man. There was another situation with another bearded guy. He had personality. So I'm thinking to myself, there is hope. 
there are some, maybe few, maybe one or two niggas who have Santa Claus beards and who have a personality. And this other man, this light bright dude, he exemplified that. I was like, oh, that's awesome. And he was a gentleman. He was engaging. He was mature. He was... It was clear that he was kind of into my friend, which was totally fine. But you know what I really appreciate? He was still engaging in conversation with me. He was still interested in knowing, hey, hey, what's your name? Or what do you do? You know, like, like conversation like that. And that's the least that's, that one could require or ask for from somebody. You know, like, that's the least you could do. And he bought us drinks and, you know, get me another like, okay, that's great. That's how it should be. And some some men don't don't have that that gentleman like or chivalrous behavior, unfortunately. So that's just a little disclaimer I want to give to y'all bearded dudes out there. Please have a personality. Please know how to start a conversation and know how to continue it and know what the hell you're talking about. How about that? Know what you're talking about. Okay, so I want to get into something that I kind of got into um, very recently, and it ended very recently, because <laughs> you know how I am. I will start and stop situations quick, as soon as I feel like, eh, this ain't it. And I recognize, I'll, I'll share what it is in a moment, but let me just explain what I see in myself now. <laughs> I feel like I am not, I don't know, I don't want to speak negativity upon my life, and maybe it's not negative, maybe I should uh, kind of rewire how I think, but I just don't see myself in a committed relationship. Boom! That's it. I really don't. I just feel like, and maybe that's because I just haven't met anyone worthy enough, but People just like turn me off sometimes. Like there's just like moments when I realize, ooh, I don't want to be tied down to this. Like, ooh, I don't want like, and granted, I guess I'm relatively young. I don't know. I don't really see kids in my life right now. Maybe I'll change my mind next year. I don't know. But right now, I just feel like I am not at all concerned about trying to find the one or get married by this age or get married, period. Like, I don't really see that happening for me. Like, I see myself continuing to expand in my career, continuing continuing to um, dabble into my interests and see how far I can go with them and going further in my life. So like I live in an apartment right now, eventually I want to own my own home. And so I will get that done regardless if I have a man, you know, or significant other in my life, regardless, you know? And I just don't see myself stopping or feeling worried about that lack of in my life. You know, then I think to myself, well, don't I want, a committed, someone who's there for me, someone who I could count on, a companion. (sighs) (sighs) Let me think about that. I, I don't know. Honestly, I really don't know because I think about the time that I have with myself, the community that I have within myself. Honestly, I am full. And that doesn't mean I'm not 
interested or I don't desire something more, you know, something romantic and, you know, of substance with someone. I just know that love will have to literally hit me with a ton of bricks. You know, people would be like, oh, love hit me like a ton of bricks. No, not like, nigga. It will have, love will have to be a personified form, right? And literally hit me with a ton of bricks. That's what it has to be because I just don't feel it. Y'all, I don't feel it. I don't feel that googliness for people. I don't, like when I meet people and when I date or when I engage in conversation and I flirt with people, it's literally just a momentous thing. <laughs> like, it's like, okay, I'm bored. I'm over it. Who's next? That's really how I uh, internalize and think about it. I don't have that desire to go the long term with anyone and I haven't met anyone who has changed my mindset about that and I don't know why that is I don't know if that's like a negative thing I don't know if that's like a sad thing maybe something's wrong with me but I don't feel those romantic feelings I don't feel like oh my gosh I wish I really wish I had like I don't feel that I just feel like okay like sometimes sometimes I just want to flirt with someone and then we flirt and then I don't want to talk to you tomorrow Okay, I don't want to talk to you anymore because I realize, yeah, I'm kind of over you. Like something about you kind of turned me off. Okay, anyway, so I say all that to say, let's talk about why I am attracting more than one man in my life who <laughs> have been questionable in regards of their sexual preference. Let's just say that or sexual orientation, however you want to spin it. And this is not to out anyone <laughs> while I laugh. No, I'm, I'm truly trying to be sensitive. I'm still trying to share my experience in my dating history as of yet. And I just don't understand why there are uh, encounters with men I've had, the you know, the uh, couple of them, who are just like, nigga, what's going on? <laughs> I know you're not really into me. And I, okay, like, something's up. And something's up. Something's up because I have discernment. I have the wherewithal to recognize he ain't all the way straight. And that's okay, but not okay for me, Okay. That's okay, but that's not okay for me. Tis this I, okay? So don't even start thinking, oh, you're being judgment. Shut up. Shut up. You're not. I'm not, okay? Um, okay. So I started talking to this guy, and I've said this several times before on here. I could converse with anybody, anybody who is, like, not a weirdo, at least. You know, like, of course, there's granted... Um, you know, a couple of people who are just kind of like, nigga, you're weird or, you know, chick, you're weird or whatever it is. Um, but for the most part, I could converse well with anybody. I have, um, a way that I can, that sounds like methodical, but like what I'm saying is I could easily have a conversation with people. Okay. And, you know, we could have a deep conversation or we could have a light, bright conversation. You know, whatever it is, that's that's me. That's me, okay? And there's this one particular person who I was speaking to 
and we were having great conversation. We were connecting on something that we had in common and there was like, okay, that's cool. Okay. He was attractive. Okay. He was attractive. Things seemed to be like, okay, we're getting along. I find you physically handsome and vice versa. Okay. Vice versa. Okay. But here, here what it is that I need to say to everyone out there. <laughs> Just because someone may find you attractive does not mean that they are sexually attracted to you or like, you know what I'm like, what I'm saying is you could see anybody and see, oh, that's a beautiful person. That's a beautiful person. Right. But you may not want to be with that beautiful person for whatever reason. And in this circumstance, I believe the reason is deeper <laughs> than the surface, okay? And I could tell because there is a certain bravado that is clear amongst, how do I say this? Look, there's a nigga voice, okay? There's a nigga voice, let's say that. There's a nigga voice and there's a non-nigga voice, okay? There's a, there's a questionable voice. And I'm talking about the physical, like the actual voice voice, okay? And so when you hear a voice from a man that sounds a little questionable, that's when you question it and that's when you back the up. Unless you're into it, and that's cool. But this particular person, he had a voice that was not a nigga voice. I need that bravado in my life. I need that oof in my life. I need that, okay? And there was such, there were just some questionable things that I that I was just like my eyes just opened to it and my 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 antennas went up and I'm realizing oh something's off okay and I say that because oftentimes and I say that because oh, let me say this <laughs> there was another gentleman who I was speaking with very briefly who I realized, yeah, that nigga's gay. Whether he wants to admit or not, you are. And that's fine, but not fine for me, okay? I'm not trying to do that, okay? So he was the extreme to the, like he was to the left, while this other person I'm speaking about is to the right. This other person to the left was more so about overcompensating for the fact that he is in fact gay whether he wants to say it out a lot or not but he was kind of showing and being bold and public and loud about oh yeah I love to eat pussy or oh yeah I love women and like all these extra information that I did not ask for <laughs> like I didn't ask for you to do any of that and which we didn't let me be let me be very clear be very clear none of that happened with none of these niggas okay I do have a, a standard <laughs> that is where the line is drawn that's where I stop shit okay because <laughs> I know I shared before you know my casualness but nah nigga that's where the line draws okay but with this <laughs> he was just like saying extra stuff that was just like okay like i feel like a, if a man really likes to enjoy what is the i don't want to say eating pussy <laughs> what's, the, what's the medical or like professional way to say well you know giving oral there's another one but um 
if someone truly likes to do that, you don't have to say it. You know what I mean? Like you don't have to showcase it. You don't have to explain why you like it. You don't have to even tell me, nigga, just show it, right? And but with that being said, that was not going to be an opportunity for him to do so regardless. But when we were speaking on the phone with this with this other person, me and this person, it was just kind of clear that, okay, he's doing too much, okay? He's doing too much to kind of prove to himself or prove to me that he's really not... It, like, it was just like, yo, just be who you are. Just be who you are. I'm not trying to... Look, be who you are. That's fine, okay? And, you know, that 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 faded into the abyss because I was just like, yeah, no, okay? And so, but yeah, he said a couple, he said plenty of remarks that was just like extra for no reason. He was just super, and I remember we like spoke over FaceTime before and he would like do motions to show that, ooh, he's this, he's this man who has a sexual, you know, chemistry with a woman and like trying to prove himself to be someone that he is not. And that's sad, y'all. Like that's really sad. And I can't, I don't know. I don't know what to say, but I was gonna say something. Let's move on. But I just don't, I don't want it, okay? So I've had that experience with that particular person. So meeting this other person and seeing some different characteristics, right? But well enough so that I was able to, to discern, yeah, something's different. And that's okay, that's okay. But something's different, okay? Um, I, with heterosexual men, I usually experience them being flirtatious, complimenting, being um, just kind of like, oh, so what you about to do? Like, you know, that cute, you know, that cute, cute, okay? That. And with this person, he was just not that. You know, he, he was not flirtatious like that, yet he said, oh, I find you pretty. And like, he was just not giving me that vibe and you might think well maybe he's just not giving me that no no there's a difference there's a difference okay there is a difference please understand that that is a there is a difference it was just more so like homeboy homegirl type of vibe and it was more about like the voice that really threw me off the voice was not this bravado type of voice and i just I saw it in his eyes, literally and honestly, truly, and all of that. I saw it in his eyes, and I, I just saw something that was just not for me. Like, he wasn't, there's enough heteros, like, you, when you meet a heterosexual man, and they're into you, they will say slick comments, you know, D give me a slick-ass comment, give me a flirtatious, you know, energy, give me some, give me a mood, nigga, do something for me, for me to feel like, hey, I'm just cute, cute, don't just continue a conversation, you know, like, I can talk to anybody, but if you're trying to shoot your shot, and make it clear that you're, you know, you, you know, you know that, it's just, it doesn't show your, your clear interest, your clear attraction, your clear sexual energy with that person. And he was showing me just different vibes. Like he was just not, 
And it was weird because he he was the one continuing the conversation. He was the one um, making sure to text and making sure to text first or continue the conversation. Whether we reached a dull point or not, he always found a way to continue. And it's like, he, I don't know, y'all. Once I heard his voice, that was it for me. I was like, yeah, this voice isn't giving me this energy that I would get from heterosexual men. And look, I could be way off, but I'm not. <laughs> okay? I've, I've reached a point in my life where I recognize what I feel is correct. That's it. That is it. Whether the other person, whether people want to admit to the reality of what it is or not, I recognize that. Okay? I'm just like, just give it a couple of years. We'll see what happens, okay? But, or a couple of months, whatever it is, or for the truth to be revealed somehow, some way. But I, <laughs> I cannot, I can't, I believe that God has given me a gift to spot out the bull. Like, I truly believe that. And maybe that's what the discernment is for, right? Maybe that's really what it is to spot out the bull. That's what discernment is. But nigga, that's some bull, okay? That is some bull. And I, <laughs> I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I don't know what's going on here because I just feel like, oh, anyway, so me and him eventually faded into the abyss because once I realized that, I was like, yeah, I'm just, I'm just gonna kind of dead the conversation. And he didn't text or whatever. And I didn't text. And I felt like he didn't text because he was trying to see if I would text him first since he has been the one texting first anyway. And I just, as soon as I heard his voice, I was just like, yeah, no. You know, but I just, I feel bad for even saying that because I feel like, oh, you know, there should be a better way to address that. I can't be like, hey, I think you are actually this type of person. You know, I don't know. But I just, I also recognize that I don't have to do anything I don't want to do. <laughs> okay? I don't have to continue a conversation with someone. I don't have to continue a friendship or a relationship with someone. And I'm not feeling it anymore. That's it. Like, who created this whole notion of, well, just got to work through it? No, you don't. Not all the time. Let me just say that. I get some instances where you should work through it, right? Whether it's to save the family or to save the marriage. But I feel like there is no strings attached as quickly as we talk could be as quickly as we end. Um, and that's totally fine. I just would like eventually for one day to come across someone who, oh, we could talk for the long haul and let's, you know, this could actually continue past a week or two, you know, but whatever. Like I'm totally, there is like, I'm totally not, I have no interest in any, like not one person. I mean, there's someone who I am kind of interested in, but not enough so where I don't want to talk to other people or where I don't want to be in my own space. Like, 
your girl is just i'm i don't have feelings maybe i should say i don't know if it's that or i don't have any romantic feelings right now i'm just like chilling i'm dead ass just chilling i'm i'm speaking to whomever but it's literally that it's just that a lot of situations that i've been in have been casual have been light bright have been okay i knew you last week but i don't know you today <laughs> okay i knew you last week but i do not know you today and look it is what it is so <laughs> i want to talk about why so many people are stingy with information um I want to create like a line of merchandise for my podcast and just I have some ideas that I would like to see in physical form, you know, see in fruition. Yet, I don't know where to start. And people will be like, oh, well, you know, just Google it. Google it. Google it. And when you Google things, right, you come across different sites, you come across different resources, but nothing beats actually speaking to someone in person and seeking for guidance within that person in physical presence, right? Um, An internet doesn't help me with that. And I can only research so much, right? But if I see someone in my personal space who has at least started what I am interested in starting, I should be able to ask you, nigga, how the hell did you get that? You know, like, I should be able to ask you, Hey, what did you do to get started? That's it. I'm not asking you for your formula. I'm not asking you for your um, your business code. Nigga, I really, like, I really don't care. I really don't care. I'm not trying to steal your business plan. I'm not trying to be the next you, nigga. We all could eat, okay? And I find it, un- unfortunately, I find it so clear and prevalent within the black community that there is a lack of sharing amongst us. You know, people are just so private with how they got to where they are. People are so private with, you know, how how did they make it? Nigga, we made it, but how? How? What is it that, that got you where you are? And as someone who tries to be transparent every single day, who tries to be authentic as much as she can without... I don't know, but look, my point is, I feel like I would handle things differently. You know, if I was in a position where I could share at least enough information to someone who is seeking to begin where I am right now, why not? Like, what are you so threatened about? What are you so afraid of? Like, are you afraid that I'm going to take what you have? I'm going to steal your clientele? What, 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 I don't know what you got going on. I don't know what you have going on. All I want to know is, how did you start your t-shirt line? Okay? And people are like, oh, well, just research, just research, just do your... You are my research. You know how you're in school, you have to do this whole project, you got to do research a part of it, right? You seek the library, you seek librarians, you seek um, 
people who have history of whatever your project is on to help you with that project, right? So research comes in different forms. That is my point. Research may be an online format that you find and that you could seek um, seek help from. And see how I said and, because it's also including, it is in addition to, right? Research is also speaking to someone in person, right? Or through the phone or however you want to speak to someone, but speaking to an actual person and not only through internet, speaking to a person who has what you are interested in having, you know? Yet there is, there's no desire from people to share. (laughs) And that's just so asinine to me. Like, you are so sad. I feel like people who always have their hands closed, right? I literally have a fist right now. I'm holding it to demonstrate. But people who always have their hands closed, tightly wound up, right, will never receive more. That's how I feel. Look, that's how I feel. If your hand is always closed and you are always closed off with giving information, with sharing your journey, with just anything, you will not receive more than what you already have, okay? And bloop, that may be a curse, okay, that I'm speaking on. But that's something that a lot of people should take hold of and see, hey, is there any area in my life that can be beneficial to someone else? You know, hey, I recognize what it felt like, you know, how it felt like to be in a position where you didn't know and someone helped me, someone made me know, right? So now that I'm in the position of knowledge, I'm in the position of resources, I should then extend that same hand that was extended to me some time ago, okay? Boom, that was a word. And I don't see that same extension from a lot of people, I was asking this person who I, how do I describe this nigga? He, oh, I talked about him in the last episode, y'all, the ADHD nigga, that nigga, okay, him, him. He's not diagnosed, but I diagnosed him, okay? And he has this whole, like, he has his whole merchandise line. He's an artiste, you know. He is pretty talented in what he does. And I commend him on that. I've gone to his shows. I've supported, okay? I am that supportive friend, okay? If we're friends. <laughs> it's like, no, no, no. No, but I'm pretty supportive. Like, if I'm able to go to your event, I'm there. If I'm interested, then I'm really there. But even if I'm not interested, I will at least show up to one or two, right? But my point is, I've been at his shows. I've um, I've complimented uh, complimented his work. I've been an open mouth, okay? Literally and figuratively, if you know what I mean. I've been that, okay? And so he, with his ADHD ass, he was some, he's so fucking weird, y'all. I don't know why I gave him a time in moment. I think it was the talent that blinded me. Like, oh, look at this talented man. And then when you speak to him in person, it's like, nigga, what the fuck? What? Huh? What was that? I, okay. Like, what are you speaking about? Like, his conversation will be about literally, you know, the Potomac River. You, okay. And then let's talk about my time with Faith Evans. 
I look, I don't know. And that's that's how I feel when he talks. That's literally how I feel. The same reaction you got, like, huh? That's exactly how I feel when he speaks. It's so discombobulated. There's no connection. There's no, and there's no invitation for me to kind of share my opinion on what he just said. It's just like him talking out loud. Anyways, that's not what I meant to say. What I meant to say was I've been supportive to him in different ways. But I've been supported, okay? And he sometimes will send me videos of like just random stuff. So not random, but random enough because I didn't ask for these videos. <laughs> like, nigga, why are you sending me a video of a fish? I don't care. I don't want that. No one asks you about that fish, okay? But he will send me videos of um, his t-shirts that he has for his merchandise, right? He'll send me videos of uh a video link to one of his to one of his work okay and i would just not respond like oh, all right here here we go again with this nigga okay who cool video dude i would say that in my head but i just wouldn't respond hoping that he'll get the drift but he clearly didn't because he sent me a recent video of this t-shirts with this like pile of t-shirts that he has um that he has for his brand and I thought to myself, oh, looky here. Maybe I could reach out to him and ask him, hey, could you forward me the company or the person of whom created this for you so I could, you know, do this for my podcast, so I could do this for my brand, you know, whatever. And so, but my brand, let me say that confidently. Yeah, for my brand. Boop, I said it. And so... He responds with how many, because I specifically ask him, hey, I would like to uh, create a line of merchandise, um, in, in particular some t-shirts as well, for, for my brand, for my podcast. And I sent him that, right? He responds, First of all, I'm just tired, okay? I'm tired that I even thought that what I was thinking inside was not true. And this is just a testament to self. I am always right. I am, okay? Anyways, I was thinking to myself, this nigga's not gonna give me information. I just, have a, I just had a feeling. I just literally had a feeling. I don't know why I felt that way, but I just knew that he was not going to be forthcoming. So I sent him that. He responds with, how many t-shirts do you need? I'm just going to end this podcast right now because what in the world? Huh? Did I ask you to ask me that? Did I even say set a question that was relative for you to ask that question? No, I did not. So why do you think it was appropriate to answer my question with a question? Why do you think it was appropriate to still not be of service to me after I have been supportive to your head ass for a while? Okay? And that's the thing I'm talking about. And I shouldn't, and that's, here, here I go again with still trying to see the benefit in people. Like, there's, there's some good, right? There's something, right? So I'm like, okay, maybe if I share with him the amount of t-shirts that I need. And I'm not even thinking about the amount of t-shirts. I'm just thinking about how do I get a t-shirt created to get 
uh, like a plethora of t-shirts like that's not even what i'm thinking about you know what i mean like what do you mean i don't know ah, like that's i don't i don't know so i'm but i'm still thinking maybe if i tell him the amount of t-shirts that i need he will then provide me with the resource that i need to create uh my t-shirts i say 25 off rip like okay maybe that's a good enough stock to have right i say that and he is super because me and we don't really talk like that we talk when we talk but we don't talk every day hell we don't talk more than once a week if that okay and i i typically don't like i don't text people who i feel like should be texting me <laughs> i know that sounds like damn bitch no my point is i just feel like there are some responsibilities that men should acquire without me having to do do much you know like if you're interested you'll make that known right and i and i get the whole yeah you, you gotta give him some play right yeah yeah but no yeah but no i say no because when i have done that in the past i've given oh let me show him that i like him just as much as he like me right and then he'll see that yet they would be scared of that suddenly their feelings are not matching mine anymore oh i don't feel the same way nigga you felt the same way when you texted me good morning twice in a row you felt the same way then right oh but you don't feel the same way okay cool 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 okay so that's why i'm so uh negligent i guess you want to say when it comes to having conversation with certain people because i feel like you should if you're interested you should not be turned off if I'm not as persistent as you are. Granted, it should all be consensual, right? Of course. <laughs> but my point is, if you're interested, you will still play your cards. You will still lay down your cards. And you'll, I don't know why I'm even saying all this. My point is, let's go back to the t-shirts, okay? But I was just explaining the context as to why I don't really text him like that. Because he's just like, one, I'm not really that interested anymore. And two, yeah, because he's ADHD. And two... <laughs> <laughs> okay and two that's it and two period um so he says that and he didn't respond he's very like he'll text me a whole fucking video of t-shirts that he has but won't respond to the question he asked me in response to the question that i asked him huh i didn't like you know what and I, I'm the type of person, not, it's not even a type of person type of thing, but I has, uh, has of late, I've been just deleting numbers off my phone. Like, I like to purge, whether it's in electronics or in, like, physical space. I don't like clutter. I don't like people taking up my mental space, people taking up my my heart, wherever that is, okay? Where is it, Lord? Because <laughs> I ain't got it right now, at least in the, in the romantic sense. I have a heart when it comes to friends, when it comes to family, but when it comes to these niggas and bitches, look, anybody, I'm just like, look, we could talk today, but I don't want to hear from you until next week, okay? That's how I feel. But I just... I cannot understand why, what was I going to say? I, I'm dead ass trying to figure it out. I'm trying to slow my words. I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> Anyways, my point is, oh yeah, my heart. So yeah, oh, 
I don't clutter. Yeah, I, I, I've always been that way. I, I don't know what it is. I've always been that way. When I was younger, I hated clutter. And I would clean out other people's stuff because <laughs> I'm like, I hate clutter. <laughs> I would do that because I remember living at home. And when it was a full house, so when my sister was living in the house and when my brothers were living in the house, there would just be a lot of stuff. Like, why do y'all need this? <laughs> why is there a pile of notebooks here? Y'all don't even use it. There's dust accumulating. What is going on? I don't like that. And because I would see clutter around me, like on a frequent basis, whether it's my, like, even if it's not my clutter, it's, well, it's never my clutter because I don't have clutter. I don't clutter. But when I see other people's clutter around me, I can't help myself, y'all. I have to clean it out. I have to purge it. So purging really just means throw that shit in the trash, okay? Throw it in the trash because I don't understand how people could accumulate dust. And it's more about your, like, this peace and seeing cleanliness there's peace in seeing lack of stuff and junk around there's peace in seeing order it's really a physical and mental thing so when you see that your your mind is more at ease your heart is more at ease and so when people don't have that decluttering mindset it's just like oof, nigga what are you going through please go see somebody because you need to clean your room clean your room please okay so I say that because I also don't like clutter in my phone. People who know me, okay, who know know me, I don't I don't keep texts. I don't keep texts. I don't keep texts. I don't keep phone calls. I don't even screenshot it. So I, there might be one or two situations where I'm like, oh, this is cute. Let me screenshot it and save it in my photos. But I'm gonna delete the, the text thread. But that's really far and few in between. For the most part, I don't keep anything, okay? I just don't like to be attached to people or things. Damn, this is like a deep <laughs> Maybe I need help. No, I think it's just, I just don't like attachment because people disappoint. People are flaky. People leave and people hurt. And then I'm just left it. <laughs> I'm like unraveling right now, but I, that's, that's really how I feel. I'm not even joking. I may, I may be laughing right now, but all of these <laughs> things that I'm saying are facts. That's really how I feel. Because once I, I remember one time or a couple of times when I've, sh when I've saved text threads from people who I was interested in or in who showed interest in me, I would like, oh, this is, a, you know, this is a moment that we could save and I could look back at this whenever I just want to smile, right? And then I am hurt when things end. I'm hurt when I'm violated or betrayed by, um, by any way and when, you know, people just kind of ghost. And so instead of holding on to the thread and looking at it has just a, a moment of happiness, I see it has a moment of pain, y'all. Like, I see it has, wow, we don't have that anymore. That joy, that flirtation that that was shown in this text thread, we don't have that anymore. I actually don't hear from you anymore. I actually don't text you anymore. You don't text me anymore. So why am I going to save something that is no longer a situation? That's how I see it has. And so before it becomes a hurtful situation for me, you know, so like before people go ghost, before um, people disappear by any means or their interest is lack thereof, you know, anymore, 
I like to do myself the, the service of deleting the thread before it gets there. So that's my way of uh, uh, coping and uh, protecting myself. It's a defense mechanism. That's what I was trying to say. That's my defense mechanism. And so I have been deleting numbers in my phone who serve me no purpose. Like, I don't really talk to you like that. So you're going to appear as an unknown sender. And I'm going to happen to come across that because with the iPhone, what's great about it is, you know how typically you'll get a notification if, the, if your notification is on, right, of someone texting you. But that's only for people who are in your contacts. Um, yet, those who are not in your contacts who happen to text you, you'll still get a notification, like a little icon that says one or the amount of messages that they send you. But you will not have your phone ringing, letting you know, oh, here's here's a text from this unknown person. None of that will happen, okay? Now, I don't know if there's a way to kind of finagle that, but I know from my experience lately, it's been that way, because there's been a lot of y'all <laughs> that's still a 713, okay? It's not saved, okay? And so I haven't saved his number ever since I realized, yeah, this nigga is too kind of like all over the place. And yeah, so I don't save his number. Why did I say that? Why did I bring that up? Okay, I brought that up because I don't save his number because I just don't find myself interested in him anymore. And I don't. And I feel like with that, with just the moment of vulnerability that I showed to him by asking him for just guidance in that moment, by asking him, hey, could you refer me to this company or this person who helped you with your t-shirts? That was a moment that a part of me wishes that I never even gave him, you know? Like, I hate when I'm vulnerable with people and they give me a reason to regret that. <laughs> like, oh great. Like, and it, you might find it like it's just a, just a question. It's not a big deal. It's a big ass deal. Like, I am so I am I am painfully independent. Like, <laughs> I will choose independence over companionship every day because of the pain that could happen if I open myself to you. And so what I do to protect myself is just keep you at a distance and see, okay, there you go fucking up. So, well, I was good because I kept you at a, at a distance. That's my way of coping, right? And I know that's like problematic. I totally get that. I just, I just been right. <laughs> Let's just say that. Like I have just been right for every person who I've come across and I realized, yeah, that's, I was in, I was in my right to put you at a distance. I was in my right to declutter you from my phone and keep you at a, you know, 713, whatever your number is, and keep you there, okay? But <sighs> he was just like, I'm just mad, like, damn, I should not have even asked him. I should have never even asked him who he who he used has, has his uh, reference, you know? Because in that moment, I opened my heart. Like that was a moment of opening myself to somebody, opening my um, myself and being vulnerable. And he failed. He failed. He failed me in that moment. And that was enough for me to just be like, you know what? F you. You know. And I didn't cuss him out. I didn't even respond after that because he didn't respond to my answer. 
He didn't respond to the 25 that I answered him when he asked me, how many teachers do you need, nigga? Like, what the fuck? Like, ugh, I should have me responding to that question. But my point is, I, <laughs> I just, I would appreciate it if people could really be there for people. You know, I would appreciate it if people could share information and do so without a cost. Like, oh, well, if I share, if I tell you this, what could you do for me type of thing? And it's one thing to be a favor to someone, right? It's one thing to help someone. Oh, could you help me out? But don't put it in my face, right? Don't make me feel like I'm obliged to because I really, I really don't. I don't really don't, you know, I really don't need to. Um, but that was just that. Like, I just feel like, okay, well, so we really, okay, it's, it's really a dog eat type of situation. I remember watching someone, there's someone who I follow on Instagram who, there's a couple of people who I follow on Instagram who has their own like line of something. And there's one person in particular who I don't know in my personal life. Um, and she would go on and on about how she would just hate it when people would ask her, cause she has her own makeup line. And people, I guess, will reach out to her in her DMs and ask her, hey, could you just share how you got started? I don't know how they would ask, but it's along those lines. I don't know if the, the way that they ask is intrusive. And I get how some things could be intrusive. I do get that, but I also feel like the way that she responded in her Instagram stories was just like, don't you ever ask me type of thing. Like she was comparing, and I'm not saying her stuff is whack, but she was comparing herself to Mac cosmetics and look, have this high confidence for your, for your product, for your line. That's great. But also recognize that Mac started somewhere, right? They started somewhere and maybe someone reached out to Mac, maybe, you know, freaking Sephora reached out to Mac and ask Mac, hey, how did you create this blush line? Or whatever it is, like, there's a way to answer the question without sounding like you're giving everything that you worked hard for to create. And she went on to say, I did my research. No one handed me a handout. No one, like, bitch, <laughs> no one's asking for a handout. All I'm asking is, what company did you go to <laughs> to start? That's <laughs> Anyways, I'm done talking about that. I'll just figure it out and I'll make it work. Per usual. Per usual. Period. <sighs> period. Anyways, that is all I have for y'all today. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Please reach out to my uh, email for this podcast, which is called godbuiltthis at gmail.com and share any topics, any suggestions, anything that you want me to cover in a future episode i will be happy to look over it and see if it fits <laughs> okay see if it fits and we'll um i'll talk about it um but look i just want to say i know we're kind of we're an hour in right now but i feel like there's a lot more that i want to say i do want to share uh save it for later but i just want to say something real quick i appreciate so much all the people who have reached out to me with their just their their praise for my podcast for this podcast for um just me being me and it really it really makes me happy like it really makes me feel proud of myself because it's it sometimes it's difficult being yourself honestly and that sounds weird like huh how, how is that even the case but sometimes it is difficult being yourself when you're in an environment that praises 
the expectation of how a woman should be, of how a, a Christian should be, of how uh, someone in this culture should be. And it's, it's hard being yourself. But I say that to say it's exhausting being anybody else. Okay, is exhausting to keep up with the lie, is exhausting to please other people. There is never enough that you can do to make everyone happy. There will always be someone who's going to be disappointed in you, who's going to be, I don't know, whatever it is, who feel like you failed in some way because you didn't meet their expectations of who you are to be. And that's just crazy, that's asinine. So I just say this to encourage you and to encourage, this is really to encourage myself, but y'all just get in there because y'all hearing me right now, okay? But I say this to say, continue to be you regardless of who you are, regardless of uh, how you were raised, regardless of people around you, of what you were expected to become. There is so much peace in my life now when I am just standing in just like what I want, what I want to do, my, my feelings, my, my faith. And <sighs> there's a lot of things I need to say about religion that I will map out and talk about in a future episode. But I feel like sometimes being as honest as you can be about yourself under the cloak of Christianity sometimes could make people feel uncomfortable. And I get that. I totally get that. But anyways, I'm going to still be myself. And I appreciate all those who, who mess with me, who fuck with me, who like me, who are listening, who share. So please share. Please like. Please comment. Please tell a friend to listen, to tune in. And, you know, I recognize that who is for me is for me. Right? Period. You know? Some things I may say may rub people the wrong way. <laughs> I, I, I keep on having flashbacks about the conversation. I keep on saying conversation. I feel like I'm talking. I'm, talk, I'm literally talking to nobody. It's, I'm just talking to myself. But <laughs> I keep on having flashbacks about the episode where I talked about my sentiments about abortion. And I know people who listening were feeling like, bitch, what? Like, <laughs> but... And that's okay. And I maybe I lost the people who, you know, who were listening. Maybe I lost them now. And that's fine. That is fine. That leaves more room for people to like me, <laughs> to rock with me. That that leaves more room for people to, for me to see who is for me. So thank you to those who are and to those who are not. Okay. <laughs> okay. Period. What's up? Um, anyways, bye. I'll check in with y'all next week. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of God Built This Podcast with your host, Maxine. Please rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts and follow and comment on SoundCloud. God bless.